Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Jack, and I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host, Chris. How's it going tonight? Coasters and Brews fam. What's up? Sup fam, sup fam. We're back, ready for another episode. As always, I am doing fine. We have barely any exciting news. Uh, A few questions. Friday of the week is still here. And then Jack's going to talk about Voyage. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the news this week, I was going through Reddit, pulling the news earlier, and I was like, nothing happened <laughs> yeah like literally after last week of like new roller coaster roller coaster getting removed all i mean that. something happened um, but it's not good yeah but anyway off the top of that happy national roller coaster day chris and belated national roller coaster day to all of you because this is coming out on wednesday yes i know for me i did not do anything roller coaster related other than record this on roller coaster day and i know jack didn't either so yeah I we're doing my day great. Great. Uh, but yeah, so we're back and we got some Patreon shoutouts to start us off. First off, Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, Allison, and Steven, Eric, and Mikhail. Thank you for being our patrons. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, link is in the description. You get shouted out on the show. A bunch of different perks depending on what tier you choose. We appreciate it. As always, uh, and yeah, link is in the description. Also, join the Discord. Link is also in the description. Uh, if you join that, that's where we get our questions each week. And you can also just hang out, interact with a bunch of cool people. And also, yep. let's quickly plug our Instagrams and Twitters and all that. You want to go first? Yep. Uh, best way to get in touch with us is at uh, on Twitter, at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. Uh, on Instagram, is at Twisted underscore Travelers. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at thrilling moment and chris and you can find me on instagram at twisted travelers chris so definitely go follow us there we post stuff related to the show stuff not related to the show and yeah best way to keep in touch with us besides discord but if you really want to get like talking to us discord it's the link it's down there just just go click it and join all the uh, words are not my strong suit people join all the fun people (laughs) That's right. Let's transition into what might be one of our lightest news weeks ever. Um, and it's we'll one start, of them. It is one of them. We've had ones with like two, I think. but Yeah, there's been a couple with like two. It's but... like one significant thing, and then everything else is nothing. And the significant thing we're not going to spend a lot of time on. So let's hurry up and get through that one. Yeah, Something happened so... with Dragster. <laughs> yeah, Top Thrill Dragster on um, August 15th. There was an incident. A girl was transported to the hospital. There's a lot of speculation about what happened. There's not really a confirmed, like, this is exactly what happened. So we're not going to speculate on that in any way whatsoever. But our thoughts and prayers are with the victim and her family. And also with everyone at Cedar Point, everyone on the dragster team, because not easy to go through. That's right. And with that said, we are just going to go ahead and move on because we don't want to speculate on anything happening with that. And as stuff becomes known, we will talk about it. But 
for now. Let's move on. That's uh, right. But in good news, Stump Pilot has reopened at Silverwood, That's so right. hype for the trip can go back to maximum potential. Um, yeah, glad that's happened. Jersey Devil, I haven't heard if it's reopened or not, I don't think but it, is. it should be. Now that Stump Pilot is open, Jersey Devil should be opening here in the next couple days. That's right. So that's good to go. Mm-hmm. Good thing that Stump Pilot's back up. All the Raptors should be operating soon. All right, and our last little news thing, because it's super short this week. Uh, Cedar Fair Gold Passes are back, uh, and they announced Yay! their passes entirely. Uh, gold Passes, love them or hate them, they're going to bring in money, but I'm kind of indifferent as somebody who doesn't go to Cedar Fair Parks that often, because I don't live near one. It's One's not my home park, but uh, yeah, Gold Passes are back. Sorry, Grant. I know yeah, you hate that. Just looking at like next summer, like kind of the tentative plans... I'm going to have a Platinum Pass next year because I'm going to hit up a couple of Cedar Fair Parks and I'll make a KI and Carowinds run, but Cedar Point is not on the list for next year. Yeah. And, yeah. I The only way I would go back is if I could just carbon copy the day we had this year, which probably is impossible. Um, yeah. That's so true. Other, but Gold Passes are back. Business standpoint, great. From a guest experience standpoint, not great. You can hear my rant about it last week. I know um, the Drunk Riders did a rant about it, as well as multiple other people. So, mm-hmm. good for Cedar Fair for making money, though. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like we we both have awkward smiles on our faces. Yeah, I'm kind um, of indifferent, but yeah, positives and negatives, I guess. Um, but yeah, news. Told you short one all right we ready for ride of the week we are ready for the ride of the leak let's see if we get the other one i've written i also i just gotta say we'll get to it in a minute but i rode raven in the day i got thoughts <laughs> okay well uh so if you need a reminder our ride of the week is ccis last week we did have raven at holiday world uh this week will either be Legend at Holiday World, Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm, and Shivering Timbers at Michigan's Adventure. I have the wheel ready. Jack, should I spin? You shall. I also I got to point out, we both forgot the existence of one CCI. We have already had it on the ride of the week, but we both have ridden one more than we thought. What? Boss. That's true. We could have done that instead of Ghost Rider, but here we are. But All we've right. already done, boss. It was on the wheel last year. <laughs> That's true. So, I have spun the wheel. I have a winner. What Shivering is the winner? Timbers. Ooh. Okay, this one could. Okay. I want. I'm gonna let you. You go first because we're going to have a different take on this. I know. I think we're gonna have similar takes. It's just yours is way way higher for some reason. Um. I don't know if the mic picked up on it, but you can all mark Jack's phone goes off because Surrey just decided to start talking randomly about Shivering Timbers. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Siri, for your input. Um, but yeah, so Shivering Timbers. Uh, not a lot of people have written this. Probably the only reliable source that I had had reviewed before I wrote it uh, was Jack. And even going into that, I still wasn't expecting a ton because not a lot of people have. He's got some takes already, and uh, I had tried to lower my expectations anyway. But riding the ride, actually getting on it, the thing is massive. Um, the first drop is very meh because angles and whatnot. Um, but then as you go, 
it's just a floater machine the whole way out. You've got some good laterals on the helix, and then the way back is more floater, one or two hills of ejector, and then the helix with laterals, and that's literally the whole ride. Uh, so it's great as far as airtime. I it is a really really good ride. It is a nine out of ten in my eyes, but it is not as high as Jack puts it, and nowhere near that. Uh, it's close with legend i'd say as far as like that second place for my favorite ccis and the reason being is like you say with mystic when i write a cci i am looking for the twisty laterals not as much airtime and this yeah. lacks that legend in my opinion is the almost perfect combination of absolutely insane ridiculous laterals and a couple moments that completely catch you off guard and why am yes. i reviewing legend like be happy you didn't ride it the yesterday because john mike and i both got off of it and we're like that was complete garbage i don't believe you but john mike the cci fanboy was like that's the worst ride i've ever had on legend okay well it'd still be great i'm sure but shivering uh well, I need to get back to Shivering. We're going to do Legend in one of the next two weeks. There, look forward to that. Uh, <laughs> shivering, good floater, good airtime, good ride. I really like it, but Jack has it way higher than me, and yeah, I, I, I highly disagree. It is my favorite CCI. Um, I grew up riding this ride, though, so there is a little bit of nostalgia in that for me. But there's also a testament to this year was the best it has ever run. I've been riding the ride since 2006. Um, and the ride is insane. It is a half mile out, a half mile back. You should, like, this park should not have a roller coaster this big. It's kind of like the Voyage in the sense it's like, how is this park in the middle of nowhere have a roller coaster that massive? And so, of course, just the impression of seeing the thing in person is insane because it's the tallest thing around for miles. Um, and it is just a mountain of wood. And, yeah, you get on it and it's like Chris said, the first drop is not that spectacular because it is like a very basic like CCI. It gets to its angle and stays at the angle the entire way down. But the rest of the hills are a lot more parabolic than you would expect. And so you get like launched out of your seat and like it's not crazy ejector it's not like violently flinging you out but it's it's almost like a bnm hyper made out of wood you float out and you just get to hang there and then you hit back down and that's over every hill and you do have a couple of moments there's the speed hill on the way out that really like pops you out and floats you the entire thing i don't know if i call that ejector i don't know if i call it floater I don't believe in flowjector, so it's definitely not that. Um, it's just airtime. It's just good, fun airtime. Turnaround gives you some good lats, and then, yeah, you hit the way back, and they've actually reprofiled it a lot. It used to be a lot more magnum triangle hills, but now it's a lot more floaty, and I actually prefer the floaty because it does not hurt as much. Um, and, yeah, you hit that last helix and just crazy lats, and you hit the brakes, and it's just an airtime monster. And if you love airtime, you're going to love the ride. And I love airtime, so I love the ride. I mean, it's good floater. I, it's not nearly as good as, like, Voyage's first hills or anything. Mm, but No, definitely. I mean, like, they're closer in my rankings probably than they should be. But Voyage is miles better. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shivering is very good. Uh, it is my second favorite CCI. I really like it. But it is definitely not 
top 25. That's my final thoughts. You're just like taking the knife to me right there, aren't you? What? It's not a top 25 coaster. It, it's not. That's my opinion. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, if you're in the Discord, you already know. Um, I mean, yeah. at one point, it was higher than it was for this I know. right now. At one I know. point, um, still too but high. things have changed. So, the, I mean, the real hot take is the ride that's right above it and how close I am to flip-flopping them. Well, but we can talk about that later. later. But yeah. We can talk about that later. So that was Ride of the Week. Uh, so, Ride of the Week. We'll be next back next week, we'll week talking about Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider or Legend. Jinx. Jinx. I said it first. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, okay. And then real quick, I got to throw it in here because if I don't mention it, I mean, I have to mention it. Uh, I ran up to Holiday World yesterday. It was my premature... Um, roller coaster day celebration because i knew i wasn't gonna be able to do anything today um and yeah i had john i was like hey john mike you want to meet up with me he's like yeah let's do it so we got the holiday world right at opening headed straight to the voyage and the place was dead the place was dead and so through the course of the day i'm not i'll just real i'm just going to summarize because we've talked about hollywood uh, holiday world a lot with hollywood nights and all that we got 20 rides on the voyage. Most of those in the back two rows. We got one front ride, and then we have a couple just scattered throughout the train. If someone was like, hey, you want to jump in front and take this train real quick? And we we're like, yeah, of course. But m- literally the longest we waited for it was like on the like last set of steps. And most of the time we were able to walk into the station and be on within two trains. So fantastic voyage riding day. And it was running just as good as it was at Hollywood Nights. The only element that did not hit like it was at Hollywood Nights was the triple down, just because you had lost your speed to the trims. But by the time you hit the last couple hills, it had picked all the speed back up, and you couldn't tell a difference between the speed it was running then and at Hollywood Nights. So, yeah, it was awesome. Then got a couple rides on Thunderbird, got one front row, one back row. Uh, it actually had a longer wait than Voyage all day long, which is just hilarious to me. Um, but Thunderbird running good this year. Not as good as it has in the past, but I'm going to blame Matt on it not being great steel coaster riding weather day and great wood coaster riding weather day. And then over the Legend, Legend's on one train right now because I don't know what's happened to the other train, but it just didn't hit quite as well as I remember it hitting at Hollywood Nights. Like Hollywood Nights, it was doing some other crazy stuff. This ride was just kind of like, hmm. I remember it doing more. Now, granted, it could be because we'd ridden Voyage so many times, but also, like, the last couple turns where usually you had, like, some good little pops of airtime and lateral just didn't do much. So I'm just going to write Legend had an off day and give it another chance next year whenever I go back this fall. And then Raven, I kind of regret riding it. (laughs) Like... Yeah, it was cool to see what it actually does, but it's definitely like lost that charm now of like getting on it, having no clue what it does, and it being just relentless. It was fun; it was running great, but I kind of regret riding it just because now I can't get on it and still be blown away every single time. I mean, 
still gonna be really good every time. I mean, it's still gonna be good, but like, like every ride I'd ever had on Raven before that was like, holy crap, how is this thing legal? But it was mainly because I had no idea how to brace for any of the turns or anything. Now it's okay. I know the layout. So anyway, good day at Holiday World. Uh, great to catch up with John Mike and ride the Voyager crap ton. And I do have physical bruises on my legs from those restraints. <laughs> Not surprised. So, it, it's relentless. Also, shout out to the Voyage crew. Oh, I do, okay, I have two stories I have to tell. Gosh. One, shout out to the Voyage crew. They were amazing yesterday. They were hyping every single train up and getting it like insane in that station as they were dispatching. So amazing. I know I shouted them out on Twitter, but shout out to the Voyage crew, especially shout out to Peyton. He was awesome. And the other, the story, I teased this on Twitter and I did post it in the Drunk Riders Discord server, but I'm, I saved it from our server for this. We're in row 11. We had two guys behind us. And we're, we're making our way out and we're riding the ride and they're like having fun. We'd chat with them a little on the station and while we were going up the lift and they, they seemed pretty cool. They, they weren't coaster enthusiasts. They were just cool guys. And we hit the mid course. And the guy, the guy behind John Mike goes, hey, my sister's pregnant. And both of us turn and we're like, oh, that. And he's, we're like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a dad. Right as we're dropping off the mid course into the tunnel. We lost it. John Mike and I were bent over laughing. Because of the del- it, it was not like the joke is okay. That's a that's a kind of weird joke, but the delivery was an eleven out of ten because he did it where we were literally just dropping in the tunnel, and John, Mike, and I both just kind of like slumped over in our seats, laughing. And yeah, that was one of the funniest things I've ever had happen on a roller coaster. Interesting. <laughs> all of that and you say interesting there you go um yeah so and i was just like i just was like funny laughing john mike was actually like literally physically had to sit down after we got off and just laugh for a couple minutes so that was the funny moment from holiday world yesterday so Big shout out to them. One for the comp tickets from Thunderbird being down. That's how I got back in. And yeah, just great park, great rides. And my legs hurt a lot. Sounds like you had fun. I want to get back up there with that free ticket. Probably not, but I'd like to. Anyway, we speed run that. Now, let's get into it with our guests. And also, listener questions. We didn't forget. We're going to be doing them with our guests this week. So, you'll get three answers instead of two. You're welcome. Let's hop into it. So, here we are with our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jack from Coaster John. This isn't going to be confusing at all, because we have two Jacks. But, Jack, (laughs) go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your channel, everything you do over there. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for having me. I've been a big fan of the uh, Twisted Travelers for a while now, so, you know... (laughs) I'm definitely honored to be a part of the podcast. Um, so my name is Jack Byrne. Um, I'm the sole owner, operator, um, editor, producer, whatever you want to call me, of uh, Coaster John. 
uh, spelled J A W N. That is confusingly, uh, my, my legal name is John J O H N. And sometimes people think that, you know, I say John J O H N. No, that's not it. Uh, it's actually a Philadelphia slang term for just like anything and everything. You can call anything a John. So that's why that's kind of where the, uh, the name Coaster John came from, you know, I could talk about anything and everything, uh, theme parks and coasters and stuff. Um, but yeah, I started the channel, um, I think in like May, 2020, you know, just like everybody else picked up a new hobby, just wanted to, it was actually something that I wanted to do for a while, but just didn't have enough time to do because I was, I was in college. Um, I just recently graduated. So, you know, I've had a little bit more free time this summer to, uh, upload up to my channel. But, you know, I've, I've been trying, you know, ever since I've started my channel back in May 2020, you know, just to upload as frequently as I could. Uh, I did. <laughs> there were definitely times where I did not do that as well as I should have. Recently, however, I have been, you know, uploading videos weekly. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, huge into roller coasters, just just like you guys. Um, and, you know, I've just had a whole lot of fun with my channel. And, you know, it's, it's really nice, you know, for there to be YouTube and uh, Instagram, just various different ways uh, to, you know, express myself and, you know, my creativity with my channel and stuff. And it's, it's, it's been a whole lot of fun. All right. Yeah, we definitely resonate with the whole starting something in the pandemic time frame. The podcast was an idea we'd had months before but we pushed it off for some reasons. And then when the pandemic happened, it was like, okay, time to start this podcasting up. We have nothing to do now. So yeah, right. well. yeah that, that's like literally kind of like how mine went because I had already come up with the idea of coaster, John, you know, I was already a big fan of like airtime thrills, El Toro Ryan. And I'm like, you know, I, I also have a media background as well. That's what I went to school for, you know, media studies and production. And, you know, I just really wanted to do something with that. And like, you know, I, I was just like watching all these videos and I'm like, well, man, like this, this is all stuff I can do. Like, you know, I really wanted to, uh, and you know, for a while I just like was trying to think like, well, what would be a fitting name? You know, kind of something Philadelphia related, kind of something that I can res resonate with, but like a lot of other people can resonate with and, you know, coaster John, you know, I came up with that like a few months before I started the channel, but yeah, I'm just glad that, you know, it's actually a real thing now. Gotcha. So when you were first getting into all of this, like what actually got you into coasters in the community? Okay. So I, I actually, the, the first uh, video I ever did, I, I figured I would introduce myself in that manner because it's a little bit of like a, like a long road uh, when I got into coasters. Um, I, I was probably a little bit later to the party than other uh, enthusiasts. I feel like a lot of people, you know, once they hit 48 inches, they're like, all right, I'm getting on every single roller coaster. That was not the case for me. I, I don't think I got on any of the, the bigger roller coasters until I was probably like 12, 13 years old. The, uh, the two big milestone coasters for me were um, my first like major steel coaster slash launch, launch coaster was uh, Cheetah Hunt at Bush Gardens. I think I rode that in 2012, so I would have been about 13 then. Um, and that was really like the the coaster that, you know, I was super scared of and I was like, oh my God, I can't get on this. And, you know, that one, was, that one really like like broke a barrier for me. And then, you know, for me, it was it was also like a, a big fear of heights as well. Like that was really what bothered me. So that's why Cheetah Hunt, I was like, you know, it's, it's not too tall, like whatever. And but that 65 mile an hour launch just felt like so much faster back then because I rewrote it, you know, a few years ago. I was like, man, like I was so scared of this like when I was little, like what? Um, but yeah, and then the other big coaster for me was uh, was Nitro at Great Adventure as well. Like that, that really was like, you know. For me, like, oh, my God, that, you know, 200 some tall lift hill. I was like, I, I, I could not handle that at all. Um, and, you know, once I once I did that, I think I, I think I wrote that in like eighth grade. So like right around like 13, 14 years old as well. Um, that's when I was like, OK, like now I can do this, whatever. But even then at my home park, Great Adventure, you know, because I'm from the Philly area. I'm originally from South Jersey. 
So growing up, Great Adventure was my home park. Great Adventure is still my home park, you know, just like right around like an hour away from me. And even even then, you know, when, when I had gotten on Nitro, I was like, well, I'm still not going to do King to Ka. Like I, I was still just like, nope, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. I'm not, not going to do that. Um, and I actually didn't get on King to Ka until about two years ago when I really started getting into roller coasters. Um, so two summers ago, like me and my girlfriend got season passes to Six Flags and I found out oh, you can, you know, go to other Six Flags parks with this. So I was like, that's perfect. And right around that same time, you know, as I said, I was watching, you know, uh, Theme Park Crazy and Airtime Thrills and Coaster Studios and all them. Uh, El Toro Ryan as well. You know, I was really getting into like Coaster YouTube and stuff. And so I was like, well, hey, like, you know, I want to get on my first RMC. Like I had just heard of RMC like a week ago or whatever. And I was like, yeah, like I, I got to get up to Six Flags New England and go down to Six Flags America. So that's what we did. Um, so that was summer 2019 was when I was really starting to get into roller coasters. That's when I made my first, you know, spreadsheet with all my roller coasters on it. You know, I, I took it from a phone note to an actual Google sheets yeah. and now I, you know, I've, I've been updating that ever since. Um, and you know, the, I, I think I started out when I was counting, I, I started out with 74 coasters and now I'm up to 270. So yeah. that's, you know, like definitely, definitely a, a climb there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, and, and then uh, obviously, you know, I was, I was really big into roller coasters for about a year and then the pandemic hit. And then, you know, obviously there weren't any sports or anything like that. So I was like, heck, like, let's do this. Let's, let's, you know, push all the chips in and go, go in on, on a coaster YouTube channel. So luckily, yeah. you know, I've had a decent amount of free time this summer. Um, and you know, I've just been trying to rep out, rep out as much, uh, you know, content as I can, but yeah, that's pretty much my coaster story. I actually have, you know, a, a YouTube video about that. However, I did not mention King to Khan that that was like, that, that was a big milestone for me too. Like I was terrified of heights and I was, I was crapping my pants when I first, when I first rode King to Khan. I was, I was freaking out and that was only, that was only two summers ago. So yeah, that was definitely a big deal. We got the bonus clip. We got the King yeah, to Cop part. Again, Heck yeah. <laughs> we, I think we can both identify with that so much because the last year pandemic rolls around, no roller coasters, no sports. Oh, what do we do with our lives? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's all about just like talking about coasters or like the same thing with like sports radio. Like they, they all are like just any, 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 any sort of sports media just had to start about talking about like sports history and like the mm -hmm. greatest this and the greatest that. And then, you know, eventually after a couple of months, they like ran out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. So luckily, you know, sports started up again and same thing for us, you know, the parks opened back up. So thank God. Right. But yeah, this is definitely a weird time. I mean, still a little bit of a weird time we live in now, you know, the mask mandates uh, a little bit back in Philly now i don't know we, i mean we i live in philly now and it's just it's it's kind of weird like some places mandate it some places don't i'm vaccinated yeah. now so I it's like some places you show today. your vaccination card what's that i started getting emails today about that so i was like oh boy here yeah, we go again oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's crazy it is a crazy time yeah uh so moving on a little bit uh i know that you have recently started a podcast with parks pros how has that experience been so far? And this is more just like a curiosity question for me as somebody sure. who has, you know, also done a podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, Park Pros, a.k.a. Cole, um, he was, you know, the, the brainchild of this operation. You know, he really wanted to start some sort of, you know, kind of talk show type video series where we, you know, just talked about roller coasters, uh, particularly coaster news. That's kind of what we base our videos around. We usually, him and I ramble on usually for about like half an hour or so, and he can usually cut it down to about like 15, 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, we usually just take like uh, five big coaster news topics around around the industry. And luckily, you know, it's summertime. So there's been a lot of stuff to talk about. 
Um, and yeah, we, we, he just pretty much, you know, asked me if I wanted to, you know, come, come on board and do the, uh, the, oh, it's, it's actually, it's, it's called the, the coaster rundown. I, I forgot to mention that. So that's on his channel now. Go check that out. I'm the co-host of that. Um, but you know, as, as I said earlier, he, uh, I'm pretty much like the, the Robin to his Batman. He's, he's the one that came up with it and he, you know, uh, brought me on to do it. But it's been a lot of fun and it's, it's like kind of similar to this, you know, it's just like I sit down here at my desk and, you know, use my microphone and just talk away. Um, you know, it's, it's like relatively structured, you know, we, we, we have our topics and, you know, there's, there's some things that we know to talk about. And then sometimes we go, you know, a little bit uh, off, uh, you know, on our own way, like with that podcast. But, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. And, you know, it's, it's like I said, with, you know, just my YouTube channel and now with, you know, the Coaster Rundown, it's nice that I've had a little bit more free time to do all that. But yeah, the, recording the rundown, it doesn't, it doesn't take too long. It usually takes us about like, you know, 40 minutes or so. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely been a lot of fun. You know, Cole and I are good friends. He's actually from the Midwest. I've met him uh, twice now, but you know, him, him and I have always been in big contact with each other. And when I started uh, Coaster John as well, I, you know, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your channel. I'm trying to do the same thing. So him uh, and also Chris from Airtime Thrills were two big supporters of mine as far as like big channels go, like right off the bat, they were like, Hey, like, you know, follow my buddy, you know, he just like started this channel and, you know, so they, they, they've always been big supporters of, my, of mine, especially Cole. So him and I, you know, we're, we're similar age as well. So, you know, we're, we're good buddies. Gotcha. That's awesome. And yeah. one thing about your all's podcast is it is only, only on YouTube, but you have the video component to it, which is something we do not have, which I'm going to be honest. I'm glad we don't have a video component because yeah. editing already takes me enough time. And oh yeah. And my camera's terrible. <laughs> well, hey, for for my channel, I I only use my phone. Uh, that, that's it. And then I have I have like the Adobe Creative Cloud through Temple, yeah. which is which is where I just graduated from. So hopefully, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have that. But um, yeah, I mean that, that's that, that's pretty much all I use. But yeah, I mean like like you said, Jack, like it, editing takes a while. Like that that is pretty much just why like you know it's 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 been a struggle to try to you know get content out there like you know i mentioned airtime thrills a bunch of times but he he uploads two videos a week and i'm like heck dude like how, like how do you do that like it's it's insane um and you know and like i said i've been trying to upload one video a week and you know i've been pretty good with that for the last like month or so um but yeah it's just editing takes like so much time i usually tell people like for every minute of video it's it's usually on average about an hour of editing so it's like it's it's a lot of time spent doing it and I, I genuinely wish I could just like just do one thing and it's just like a repped out video. But like I, I try to keep it like pretty good like uh, quality and mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm like definitely like very detail oriented. So I'm just trying to make sure that every single thing is perfect. So it's just like a lot of times I'll end up rewatching the video like probably during the editing process like five or six times to make sure like there's no jump cuts, no like mistakes, no nothing. And it's just like, you know, that, that is a really time consuming process. So I, I totally get it, but that's why I'm glad that Cole's doing that on his channel because, you know, I, I just help him record it. And then he does all, all the po post-production, he does all he the does. editing and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, well, I mean, I, I'm a good editor as well. And I mean, I, I could help him out if he needed it, but you know, he, him and I are both good with that. So, and you know, it's, it's his channel and he's putting it on, on his, so he, he does that part. So it's good for me because then I can, you know, focus on my channel as right. well. Because, but, but editing, yeah, it does take a while. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Editing the podcast, I my favorite part about it is it's one software. I just jump into Audition and I have a template, and so usually nice. it's just drag, drop, drag, drop, drag, drop. Listen, make sure everything sounds good and roll. But then Perfect. we get to like a week where we do something like GP Challenge, 
and it's screaming and crying in agony at 3 a.m. You chose to do extra on that this year. You did not have to do that. I did not have to, but it was better. Can we agree upon that? Yes, it was. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah. I said no, I was just going to walk out that window. I mean, I mean, hey, hey, that's the best way to do it. I mean, yeah, if you got to spend a, l- a couple more hours just to make it perfect, like, hey, that that that's how it's got to right. be. Yeah, I, I will say, as somebody who is subbed and has watched quite a few of your videos, you do do a very good job, and I do enjoy your your ranking videos because they're pretty simple, but it's great to always get another person's opinion, and it always sounds good. Uh, and then my favorite thing you do is. The NFL coaster concepts. Now, first off, those are probably both of our favorite things. I was watching one of these just before we started recording. The Giants, Jets, Dueling Coaster, and American Dream. I absolutely (laughs) love that idea. (laughs) Where did you come up with this? Because this is like, it's hard to find unique content after so long because everybody starts doing it. This is something that's only you, and I love it. Oh, dude, I, I appreciate that so much. See, the thing the thing is about my Coaster Concepts videos, which actually one's coming out on uh, Tuesday this week. Okay. So, you know, tomorrow, recording it now. So um, it's already out now when this podcast yes, drops. So it, go watch it. it. it is, no, no, go watch it. Yeah. Um, but hey, like, you know, the, the Coaster Concepts one so far, it, it's hard to find that that niche audience where, you know, the, they, that people like sports and coasters. I know they're out there. Me, Cole, like a, a bunch of my friends, both like, you know, sports yeah. and coasters. And I, I guess you. you you, you I'm huge well. into it. Yeah, Chris is so it's like huge into them. I'm <laughs> into a select number of them. He's baseball. Yeah. I'm like all four of the big ones. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it, for for me, it's definitely uh, football and basketball are my, my main two because I played them, and you know I, I'm a, a all four Philly sports fan. So Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers. That's all me. Um, and you know, I, I honestly, I have all the, the coaster concepts planned out, like all NFL, MLB, NBA, uh, oh, I haven't done hockey yet. You've got a gold mine of content. That's what I'm saying. You just doomed Chris and I to watching all of your videos. Because... <laughs> like if I just have enough time to edit them, like I, I, I can put them out there. So the thing is about my NFL ones is that that was also a brainchild of the pandemic as well. Cause where, you know, as I was coming up with the channel, I was like, well, what, what can I do? That's unique. What's the, what can I do that, you know, is just something that I'm doing. Well, to me, that was, you know, that, that was coaster concepts. And I, I was like f- figuring out teams. Cause you know, you got steel curtain themed after the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then I figured, well, what if every other major professional sports team had a roller coaster? And that's exactly what it is. Um, but I, I appreciate you loving that too, to like, like how, how much you love that because, um, you know, usually, as you mentioned, my ranking videos, they're pretty solid. And, you know, those are usually more popular because those reach a wider audience of people, you know, just going to the parks, wanting to know, you know, uh, what coasters are there, which is honestly what introduced me to coaster YouTube mm-hmm. as well. I wanted to know what coasters were at each park to what to prioritize, whatever. Um, but with coaster concepts, they're as of right now, not uh, necessarily my more popular videos. They're, they're all kind of like a little bit lower compared to my ranking videos. Um, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate the support with that. It's, it's glad to, it makes me really happy to know that, you know, so, you know, some other people, uh, really enjoy those videos. Yeah. So that, that'll definitely help me keep going as far as, you know, editing those and putting those out there. Man, if you've got MLB and NBA lined up, you, you've say. got so much, like you don't, you're never going to run out of ideas for a while. <laughs> that's why, yeah, that's why as of right now, I've been trying to, you know, um, every week I've been alternating between, uh, NFL coaster concepts one week and then like, uh, 
videos that are relevant to me like this summer. So I just came out with my, my Cedar, Cedar Point ranking video. And that's because I just recently went to Cedar Point back in June, um, right before Hollywood nights. Um, and you know, I, I finally got on all the roller coasters I could there besides the kitty credit. So that's why, you know, I'm like, I finally can do a ranking video. Thank God last summer I couldn't. So I just did like my, my park review there. Cause I only got half the credits there last summer. Um, you know, it was, it was a really busy weekend. We did not get Fastlane Plus this time we did, or actually, I don't even think Cedar Point was doing Fastlane Plus at that point. Um, but yeah, so we, we, I got all the remaining credits. So I, I repped out that video. And like I said, every other week, I've just been alternating between like uh, NFL coaster concepts. And then like, you know, the, the next one I'm planning is like a Hollywood Nights review or ho- like Holiday World Park review kind of thing. Oh, I got um, one then, of know, those. NFL coaster <laughs> concepts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like Kentucky Kingdom and like whatever else, like what other parks, you know, I've been to recently just trying to put out content about those but yeah no i i can't thank you enough like i I, it's really good to know it's really reassuring that you know it's not just me that likes the nfl coaster concepts that you know other people do actually enjoy them so i I appreciate that it's Mm. such a unique idea it's like it's like thank you like it's not a it's not something i'm going to get on coaster studios or um, El Toro Ryan. <laughs> Definitely not Coaster Studios. <laughs> it was I'm, pretty I'm doing... funny, like seeing him versus what's his name, Anthony Schwartz, trying to figure out who knows more about coasters or sports <laughs> or, or the NFL. I'm definitely calling Taylor out because I just enjoy making fun of him. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but just it's such a unique idea, and it's Thank not you. going to reach that wide audience because not everyone that likes roller coaster likes sports. But for those of us that do like sports, it's just it's like the best thing yeah it's perfect yeah i know i i appreciate it it's definitely like content that i would enjoy that's why and and, and another shout out to park pros aka cole um another thing that got me like through the pandemic i i guess he probably was also putting out these like uh coaster video series um it was like i think he was doing like uh like park brackets. So he was doing like bracket videos of like all the best, like six flags parks. They're like top three coasters or all the best, like Cedar fair parks and, and, and like, all, like videos like that. And those like totally got me through like the pandemic, like at least for like a month or two, however long he did those. Cause I was like, man, like th- these are awesome. Like, you know, it's like bracket style. Uh, and then that's why I was like, well, you know, this is kind of like sports meets coasters. So I was like trying to figure out like w- what, what type of video I could do with that. Um, but yeah, like all, all the graphics that I, that I built, um, for those coasters, you know, I, I've had to play with them a little bit cause you know, they got a little bit outdated because I made those back in like tw- the summer of 2020. And so some of them, I had to like update them based on what like the parks are doing or like what makes more sense for the park now or whatever. Um, but overall, like th- those graphics, I, I, I pretty much all made those like, like a year ago. Um, all the concepts I, I, I made, like, you know, like, like you were saying, Jack, like working at like 3am, like I was literally like up one night, just like. Like, like typing on my phone, like what coaster would make sense for this team and this team. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like looking up their, like uh, their nicknames on yeah. like Wikipedia and stuff. And like, what, what, what would work well here and doing all this like research for these teams. Um, and I was just like, I was like obsessed with it for like a solid like week, just like trying to figure it out for like all the teams. Like I said, I, I have it, I have it figured out for all the NFL teams, MLB, NBA, but I have not done uh, hockey yet. But you know, if, if, depending on how long I can do coaster John for, like I'll, I'll definitely, you know, do hockey. I, Hey, I, I might even get into the MLS who knows? I just recently got into the Premier League, so maybe I'll get Ooh. I'll get international with this. So okay. I, who knows? <laughs> Mikhail, that one's for you. <laughs> yes, that's our European friend. Um, yeah, cool. Shout out to him. They started a podcast too. Um, nice. But yeah, so I think appreciate appreciate the support. Of course, it's awesome. Uh, are we ready for listener questions, Jack? 
I think, yeah, we, let's jump into some of the questions we got from our listeners. Uh, the first one comes from he who shall not be named. Um, okay. <laughs> That's our friend Bryant, by the way. Uh, yeah, Bryant. I, we, I thought we, it was Voldemort. Well, hey. we try, we've made a goal to ourselves that we have to go like a week without saying. Oh, bingo, name, by the way. And we can, yeah, we can never go like a week without saying his name. <laughs> and yeah, oh, and then there's the bingo board. So one of our fans that. made a Twisted Travelers bingo board where something happens each episode. You mark it down, and Bryant being no mentioned way. is one of them. So <laughs> is, is is Taylor being mentioned one of them? No, but hey, Chris, uh. how's that crappy <laughs> microphone going? That's another one, Jack, making fun of my mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I I love the bingo thing. But anyways, okay, let's get into this. Okay, nice. What That's is awesome. a roller coaster that is in most people's top twenties that might be defunct in ten years? I call lightning rod as my answer. Getting the easy one out of the way. That's, Have fun, y'all. That's a good one. I mean, it is a good one. It's falling apart. That's right a good now, one. So <laughs> it, defunct in the next twenty years. Um, I mean, I feel like. I feel like a decent option m- might be Millennium Force. Now, he- hear me out with this. This is something I've never thought about. There's, oh there's not, not really anything else like Millennium Force out there. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of coasters, like like BM Hypers, they might last forever because there's plenty of them, and they're and and BM's still wrapping them out. But the Intamin Giga, you know, there's only like a couple of them, and you know, uh, I three hundred five and Millennium Force have different trains. So, like, you know, maybe like, I, I mean, I, I couldn't ever see like Cedar Point actually, you know giving up and being like oh millennium force is done but maybe in like 2050 they're like oh well the coaster that came out in 2000 is no good anymore let's build a 500 foot one or whatever i don't know yeah that's that's definitely a very unique question that's 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 never something i've ever really uh thought about but i I mean yeah maybe if off the top of my head maybe like millennium force lightning rod is a very good option because it's like pretty sure it's like falling into the hillside or something like it's sinking down like it's it's, it's nothing goes right with that ride it can't figure it out there's so many problems with that i mean issues people know about lightning rod and then there's all the issues that no one knows about don't get him started please i don't want to be here for an hour no i don't want to talk about lightning rod the ride is practically dead to me (laughs) <laughs> I, well, I, I've never been on it, and honestly, lightning rod's such a risk. That's why I haven't been to Dollywood. Hey, like, I, I don't want to risk going there and have it being closed. Don't go right why now. Not? We're waiting on a part from RMC, and we have oh, we've boy. been waiting for two weeks. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you know, and, and like I said, that's a really unique question. I, I've never really thought of it. And I, honestly, like, I'm sort of a, a an anxious person already, so it's like I probably wouldn't think about that. Like, oh, what in my top tens not going to be around in 20 years? Oh no, mm-hmm. like you know, I, I'm not going to think about that. But honestly, if I do. Have to think of another one. I feel like maybe, maybe El Toro. Uh, that's what I was going to say. In next. The next twenty years, because just because of Six Flags is terrible maintenance, and I mean, obviously they just had that accident, which apparently, like, I guess according to El Toro Ryan, like tore up the entire track. Which I was hoping, hoping it was just the second half of the ride, not the whole thing. And like, yeah, I guess they're like retracking portions of it. I'm just really worried that when I get, whenever I get back on it, hopefully it's you know sometime this fall, but it's probably going to be more like next year. Probably. That it's not like super rough because they did some track work to it this year and like it was really smooth it was running so much better than it was last year and that's definitely a coaster i'm like i'm like anxious about now that it has it's had this accident where it's like whoa like this might you know hopefully it might not be like a domino effect like kind of like a chain of event of events where you know el toro has another accident another incident like whatever like and then eventually the park's like well we can't keep affording to retract this or replace the trains or whatever and then eventually like they might have to tear it down which you know i think in the next 20 years is you know 
a, poss- a definite possibility. I'm hoping not, but you yeah. know, 20 years is a long time. So, it, you know, they, they could get rid of El Toro in like five years. We don't mm-hmm. know, but you know, it, I, I, that's definitely up there as far as like, you know, risky coasters that might, you know, bite the dust. See, I wonder about dragster because as famous yeah. it is and as good as it is, that like when does Cedar Point say that's enough? It breaks down too much. <laughs> well, King of God's another one too. It, you know, yeah. well, drag. I, I would say Dragster maybe breaks down more because of like where Cedar Point is built. Like you know, I guess the there's wind, like yeah. different like wind sensors and stuff. You know, it's like right along. Well, the whole you know, it's a peninsula, so it's like right near the water, no matter no matter where you are. And King uh, King Nikaz more so in like the middle of the woods. So yeah, in that in that aspect, it doesn't break down as much. But I mean, King Nikaz just like so much like rougher and like just I just I just don't have any like faith in in Great Adventure anymore. Like it's just like they they just seem like so bad like with their maintenance. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's it's definitely nerve wracking. And I, I obviously Intamin only built two of those for a reason, or at least like you know two exactly like you know uh the hydraulic launch stratas mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean you know it's it, those are definitely uh, two other ones that probably won't be around in I, I can see a lot of people getting mad at me for saying that right now but j- just like you said jack 20 years is a long time long time uh, if it were to get torn down in the next five people would be so mad but 20 20- well, yeah, who knows in the next 20 years. years? Yeah. Oh, was it te- whatever? We can do either. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, 10 years. Still 10, 20 years. So, yeah. the thing with it, Ka, I would see coming down just completely first. Dragster is so iconic. I could see Cedar Point trying to retrofit it out with LSMs or something. I don't like Red Force it. technology improves. That could be a possibility. But then there is also the consideration that is a massive chunk of land that you could fit a freaking massive roller coaster on yeah. or multiple roller coasters on. Um, I mean, maybe they see it as a suitable, you know, like plot of land for like an RMC T-Rex and, or, or whatever company is deciding mm-hmm. to finally break the 500 foot mark. But I was going to say, as far as, you know, you talking about like how iconic Dragster is, you know, but don't forget King Dakar is the tallest roller coaster in the world. Like, Man, I mean, that is, that record. You know, like, yeah, well, unless Falcon Flight gets built, I mean, obviously, you know that record's not going to last forever. But I feel like Six Flags is going to do their due diligence to try to make it last as long as they can. Mm-hmm. So as far as you know, retrofitting with LSMs, I mean, maybe you know they might do that with King Nika. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, I, and, and honestly, maybe Six Flags Six Flags will be at a better financial state in five, ten years because you know they're already working with B and M again. So clearly, they're you know, hopefully you know trending upward in terms of you know how much money they have. Yeah. So you you never know, man. That, that is yeah. that is a tough question. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to throw a, two options um, that are both in my top 20 that I think could be gone in the next 10 to 15 years. The first one being Skyrush. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that too. Um, that ride has issues. I know mm-hmm. it's only, and I know it's just about to turn 10, but it's been down for months now. Mm-hmm. And it's been down for months at a time before. Mm-hmm. And you got and there's already another hyper at the park. And they've yes. already got another hyper at the park, and that area yeah. could just be completely redone and reopened and made more mm-hmm. better. Ugh, Again, that would don't so tear, stink, like though. please don't tear Sky Rush down that ride. Yeah, yeah the right. Please other one, <laughs> do what you can to keep it. Come on. The other one, uh, can we build it in my backyard, please? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the other one, and this one I think is really realistic, is X2 at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Oh, Ooh, please no. Dang. Please no. Again, another ride. Please, because 
I've, n- I've never been to Magic Mountain. I've been to out to the West Coast, so I've been to like uh, uh, Disneyland, uh, Universal, and Knotts. But I, I, the, we, we didn't have time for Magic Mountain when we were It's the there. definition a of a maintenance nightmare. There are so many moving yeah, parts. The trains are huge. Uh, it's been and on one is- train for like a couple months now because they're mm-hmm. having maintenance oh, wow. on the other. Well, I, I feel like I feel like they would they would contract SNS to do, like do their due diligence to try to like keep it and work. They just replace like, it with a standard forty free spin. Please no six flags. Yeah, it oh, would, yeah, it's one of those rides because it's the plot of land it's on is massive, so they could put yeah. something else out there. But also, they don't really need to. They've got other land they could expand on. Yeah, they're also about those, to have twenty coasters. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Thirty. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the ride is so technically complicated and it was designed in yeah. the late nineties, early two thousand. So it's at that range. It's and also it's designed by company. a company that was falling apart at the time. Yep. Like, yeah. Cause arrow didn't just go defunct overnight. There was a decline through the late nineties of them just slowly falling apart. And it was the last straw that broke them. Mm-hmm. So the ride is kind of just like, a hodgepodge of Six Flags engineering and Aero engineering and Alan Shilke's yeah, but it's brainchild. And yeah. yes, it's like you've all heard the rankings last year and it still holds up in that exact same spot for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, 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 along the same lines as, uh, as King Nakai, I just feel like that, you know, Magic Mountain, I mean, yeah, they have so many other coasters there, but, you know, X2 is still just as far as just like anybody who goes there, I feel like that is still just one of their most iconic ones. Like they'll just do whatever they can to keep it in working order. And if a big part, part of the issues of the ride are the trains, well, th- that's an easy option. SNS, you know, has, you know, the, the, the yeah. giant, like 40 free spins, Dinoconda, Iginica, you know, like they can, they can retrofit trains for X2. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about the, the about problem that. I mean, is it, they've already in done that. Years, yeah. The oh, re- oh really for X2. Oh no way! Oh, that yeah, well, they're already yeah, running SNS trains. It, it would be Dang. expensive, that's, that's but stinks. I think before they would ever take X two out, Magic Mountain would go to the point of if they had to bringing an SNS to redo it as much as they could to mm-hmm. turn it into just Asianica or treatment. Turn it if they had to, yeah, I'm sure they would. Yeah, it it's that sense. iconic. I know it yeah. would be expensive, but I think they would. Yeah. And again, like looking at this, I'm like all of these are worst case scenarios. Like hopefully none of these are gone in 10 to 20 years but these are just looking at my like top 20 those skyrush and x2 are the two most problematic rides on the list so if i were Definitely. going to say those are the like other than lightning rod. off yeah rod yeah but eh. i'm honestly to the point <laughs> where someone just douse the thing in gas and give me a match and i'll do it myself um and then rebuild it no just enjoy the memories of what was oh okay <laughs> Anyways, we rambled. I think it's time for the next question. This is from sure. Grant. I'll try to keep it more concise this time. What is one singular thing that can ruin a coaster the most? And he gave some examples as like this bad restraints. And... I feel like this is just targeted at me. And no, I feel like it's but... also targeted at me because he mentioned the restraints. Uh, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, but... Hmm. So are, are you going to give like examples? Yeah, here, hold on. I'm pulling up the examples okay, he cool. said. He said, uh, so it could be trims, roughness, bad restraints, etc. Just one specific factor that could ruin a ride or make you like it less significantly. Okay. 
So I think one of the perfect examples is Superman the Ride at New England because that thing is like elite, right? Its layout is one of the greatest like out there. But I'm a bigger guy. I'm 6'3". And towards the end of the ride, like in that twister section and the final bunny hills, I am in agonizing pain because of those giant Intamin like bricks. Like, they, you know, and yeah. the fact that like they, they replaced those restraints is kind of ridiculous. I know they had like one accident, but like it, it, they're just so bad. I think like, it was the, the regular Massachusetts. Are so good. It, it's insane. It, it, well, Massachusetts is the same thing as like New Jersey, where they have like weird, you know, ret- retrofitted state laws yeah. just for their like one major amusement park. It's 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 bizarre. But you know, it, it, like those are, those restraints are just so bad. I mean, and then that's like like the sole reason why I like Wicked Cyclone more at that park. I mean, obviously RMC's restraints aren't like tremendous either, but at least they at least they don't hurt. Like they, like like the, the those bricks just are, are terrible. But I I definitely you know I definitely can nitpick. Uh, pretty much any ride out there for, you know, slight roughness, slight headbanging, or if there's like a rattle at all. Um, another, another coaster I just rode very recently was, uh, was Thunderhawk and Dorney. And it, it, yeah, obviously it's like rough throughout or whatever, but the, my, my least favorite part of the ride is on the return trip. There's one hill with one tiny little trim break on it. And it just hits like, not like crazy hard, but just enough for it, like there to be no air time or just like ruin the, like the, probably the best part of the ride. Yeah. And it's like, what the heck? Like, why is, why is, like, what is that doing there? And, you know, so like, like those are definitely things that, that can bother me. Um, but yeah, I would say overall, as far as like determining like what coasters I like more or less, um, I will say like roughness and headbanging and stuff like that, like that, that'll, that'll definitely like bring down another good example at Dorney is Hydra, which for some reason in the front row has like a lot of headbanging and like rattle. But like, if you sit like towards the middle or kind of further back, there's a little bit less, I don't know. Um, it, it, but you know, I, I definitely noticed a little bit more of a rattle on Talon because last year I was calling it like butter smooth, but it, it's, it's all about like how the parks maintain it and you know, yeah. how much they're replacing the wheels and stuff. You know, a lot goes into that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I will say like, you know, just one, coaster specifically like i i I hate superman's restraints much more than sky rushes i mean i mean i i like you know like i said i'm a a bigger guy so i i I honestly feel like skinnier people like dislike sky rush more than like bigger people like like with bigger legs i don't have a problem with it i'm super like that that's 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 good for you then because you know sky rush is amazing i I love sky rush but you know some people just like hate it so much and like you know but i yeah i'll I'll take sky rush's restraints any day over superman's like yeah but i i will i will say you know because i i am a bigger guy too i if I had to pick like one bad thing about coasters, I would say like the restraints can definitely like make or break a ride. I mean, I still love Superman anyway. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm like, like I said, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. So like, yeah. you know, sometimes I might like, like my shoulders might not fit very well in something or my, my, my knees might be hitting up against like the, the front of the car or something. Um, but yeah, you know, it, pretty much anything like can, you know, lead to a pretty mm-hmm. good or bad ride. Yeah. I, the, the thing that our listeners and Jack knows about me is that I absolutely hate RMC Raptor restraints. Like uh, the rides have so much potential yeah, and could yeah. be so good, but I just cannot get over the restraints. You, you just, just got to hold them up the whole time. Don't don't move your hands. It, it's the legs for me too. They've got like grooves in them, yeah. and I have to position my legs weirdly. I don't really like the monorail, at, but hey, whatever. Um, 
Have you been on Jersey Devil? Yet? I have. I've done Jersey Devil and Wonder Woman. It's so weird because you, you have to you have to make your legs into like the shape of like a trap. That's what I'm saying. Your knees are in and your feet are out and you're not straddling it in a natural position at all. Thank you. Just straight lines. It's so weird. That's exactly yeah, and, what I'm and, saying. And they have this like one ride up that staples every time. Like he shoves it down for no reason. Like I, I've already gotten the verify like five clicks ago. But like, you know, and it's like, no, I just need to like shove it down even more. Like, no, it's it's the worst. But and, and it is a little bit difficult to um you know get room on that but yeah and he'll he'll literally be like like put like put your feet down or like or like spread your spread your legs more and then he'll shove it down even more i'm like oh my god it's terrible but as far as wonder woman's restraints too like the 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 over the shoulder restraints on that hurts so bad but on jersey devil like you you can you can go hands free and like it, you know your shoulders won't won't be bruised after riding it like five times in a row but wonder yeah. woman had huge bruises. i know they're, they're like complete it. opposites jersey devils yeah. are like so loose that they'll end up falling off they of your shoulder part they definitely improved that yeah part. and yeah. but they botched the lap bar up because the lap bar part was not <laughs> yeah. awful on wonder woman and railblazer yeah. yeah so if they could you know it'll be times the charm at magic mountain maybe <laughs> i hope i'm going out to ride we'll stunt pilot in like a month and i'll be back there on team ridden all of the raptors and there you go uh, it's like <sighs> i'm looking forward to it but also i'm not because their restraints are god awful <laughs> i yeah, still right. really like the rides because the restraints like Restraints don't bother me that much on a roller coaster. I, they, I, they don't take away from the experience unless they're mystery mm-hmm. mine. Um, so that's a good point. Okay, so for me, what is the one thing that can ruin a coaster? Slight vibration. Kinda. I'm just gonna say roughness in general. He thinks in Vertigo is better than Banshee because Banshee vibrates along the trap. Exactly. Break. I love Banshee. Thank Banshee you. Is, Banshee's actually uh, like it, unpopular opinion. I I still think Banshee's the best inverted coaster that I've been on. Yeah, it was for a while. I love too, but it, it's it's. It's still my favorite. Like I, I definitely would not take Invertigo, a friggin' boomerang over that. Thank no, you. Banshee blew me away. Like I, after my first, I think I got a front row ride, and I was like, whoa! Like that's definitely like one of the best. Second to Montu, and then I rode it again in the back. I just love how unique it is. Like I, I'll mm-hmm. take uniqueness in coasters any day. Um, Montu, I mean, well, I said in my Cedar Point video, you know, Raptor kind of just felt like a drawn out Batman clone, and then, you know, I'll, I'll stick with that because it's like an earlier generation uh, BM invert. Um, and then, you know, Montu, like Montu's great as well, but I, I'm, I'm not huge into positives. And like Montu just kind of, I mean, it, it's definitely like like one of the better BM inverts. And, you know, if I get back on it, maybe maybe I'll be like, oh my God, it's the best. Like, you know, I haven't been on it in, uh, you know, uh, well, since early 2020. Um, and, you know, I, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but Banshee just felt like so much more unique to me because it's like a way newer generation uh, BM invert. You know, it's got like the sh- like sh- uh, slow inline twist mm-hmm. and like the straight first drop and like I just so much about it was just like, whoa, like that, that thing was awesome. And I've always been, you know, a, a big proponent, like not necessarily um, liking the BM vest restraints, but definitely not hating them nearly as much as other people. Like, I, I, I don't mind them at all. I think the only one that I don't like them on that much is maybe Gatekeeper. Like, they, it definitely gets a little bit tight. If but that all just of kinda... the parks would redo them like Dollywood did, because Dollywood essentially hacked them so the vest part does not lock anymore. Oh. And it's amazing because yes, it, like, it does not tighten on you at all. And so if all nice. of the parks would nice. do that, the vest would be the best restraints for like a nice. wing coaster. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, the only wing coaster I've been on right now is, is uh, Gatekeeper. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't been on Wild. Oh, yeah. Thunderbird. I mean, that sounds pretty good. There. Rip. 
Uh, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, regarding the inverts, I agree. Banshee and Monty are the two that are complete tier above all the others, in my opinion. Um, I Banshee would... inverts Talon. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, I I I just wrote it recently, and you know, it's it's fun. It's definitely not as smooth as as it was last year. But like I said, you know, I don't know. I I'll try not to be so critical of you know ride smoothness necessarily, especially steel coasters because they just have to replace the wheels, and it literally depends on the seat, the row, like whatever. Um, but you know, it it was definitely like butter smooth when I wrote it in 2020, and then like this year, there was definitely like a. It was not. It wasn't a rattle, but I could notice like a little bit of wobbling in the wheels. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, that one's good. All of the major inverts in the States and it goes nice. Talon, Six Flags Over George's Batman. I've heard that one's Raptor. great. Yeah. It is. Raptor. I'm a huge fan of Raptor. Okay. Montu and then Banshee. <laughs> At least it's still top five, you know. I, I mean, I, I've heard great things about that Batman clone Actually, at, uh, over Georgia. I mean, I but that's oh one of the God, credits I don't have it over Georgia. That was closed when I went. I went just before the pandemic, early 2020, and that whole part of the park was closed when they were just started oh, redoing Mind Bender. Yeah. So that, that, that was closed too. And they were also installing the new flat ride. Um, and I also didn't get um, Great American Scream Machine. That the, the, oh. the chain lift was literally sitting right next to the ride. And I was like, oh, there's the chain. I'm like, I don't think yeah, we're going to get that. on two great rides. Great American Scream Machine is super rough, yeah. but it is an airtime machine. So much fun. And it is just fun yeah, jank. Yeah. And then that Batman, we have stories about it. Like, it is and I, ridiculous. And I, it was running like six to seven fucking amazing too. It, it's yeah, crazy. it was yeah. running like six or seven seconds faster. It pulled and it what five point seven G's? Yeah, like five and a half. That's crazy. G's. They must we, have like dumbbells like hidden in the, in the train somewhere or something to like make well, it run faster. I, I don't even the, know. The funny part is one of our friends that we were there that day. Literally, he had on like a white hoodie, and it got completely stained by grease because yeah. there's so much skidding off on the, the wheels. wheels. Oh. Oh, wow. Flying off the wheels Ooh. and drenched him in roller coaster. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. That ride's this insane. Was also the, the, that was a day. That was a that was an interesting mm-hmm. day to be. Yeah, I, I want to get back to over Georgia really bad, especially as soon as whenever they open up that uh, fun spot yes. RMC, which just yeah, looks insane. Gonna, uh, we'll definitely be getting it back to Atlanta next right. year. I'm three and a half hours away. I'm gonna as soon as that RMC is nice. open, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go. Get my pass for Six Flags next year anyway. So, and that's the closest nice. one I'm near. Um, okay. So, my answer for the question would probably be yes, restraints, but also pacing. Uh, and, yeah, like, if a ride is built on pace, on like slow, you know, like Copperhead Strike is built for hang time, I'm not going to take away from it because it goes slower through its elements. It's made for hang time. But, like Diamondback, which I'm sure Jack could have seen me coming with that. Uh, by the time, My like dad it is, is going to fight. It you. has such a good layout, right? But by the time you get to the middle or the end of that ride, it you're you're not getting a ton of floater. It, it's just kind of weaker. Um, but yeah, it it just depends on the ride. But I'd say pacing is a big one. I still think Diamondback's definitely one of one of the better uh, BNM hypers I've been on. As of right now, I I actually have Candymonium as as the number one, but I I, I second I second guess myself about that all the time, and I think I have Diamondback as the second best, and then probably Goliath, Apollo's Chariot, Nitro, Goliath I think, are three. the ones I've been. On. 
Goliath's so good, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I like Goliath more than both Candy and it's Diamondback. Crazy. It's crazy how it's like smaller scale, but it's just like the whole. The layout is, is fantastic. Like because it's it's yeah. because Warner Stengel designed it. Yes, that ride is uh, so nuts because they let Warner Stengel design it. The go. second half is yeah, just a sector. But I so if I'm working B and M hypers, I go Mako Goliath. Yep. Oh, I've been on Mako yet, yeah. And then Diamondback Candy. I need to ride it again because the one ride I had did not impress me as much because it's like, okay, new gen, um, like being in hyper. So, of course, I'm expecting Mako and it just did not do what Mako did for me. It's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I definitely think as soon as I get on Mako that I'll be like, yeah, that's that's my favorite BNM hyper. No I, I actually belt. ironically have a lot of what, what, what's that? There's no seat belts on it, so. Oh, yeah, that's that, the other thing well, that makes Mako so much. There you go. Better. That's why Mako yeah. and Goliath are the two best ones, in my opinion. That, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, I, I actually, ironically, have a ton of footage of uh, of Mako because I was just in Orlando, and uh, you know, I, I didn't have a SeaWorld uh, season pass back then, and I was, you know, still waiting for Icebreaker, you know, like like <laughs> winter. So I, was, yeah. so I was like, oh, I'll be back here. You know, my my mom and sister live in Florida. Like, I, you know, it's whatever. And I didn't have like a ton of money at, at that time, but I just wanted to get a lot of footage. So I literally went to that um like side street like like yeah like out back like where near where mako is and i just got like a bunch of footage of it it's like it's you get such good angles over there yeah so the one day we went to the one time i've been to seaward orlando we looked at the forecast and it was like gonna rain i was like okay i'm not gonna take the camera and it will not rain the entire day if i take my camera we will get rained out so, <laughs> it didn't rain oh, i did not take my camera i, I, so I have no good pictures i of hate mako. that oh uh, dang yeah murphy's law right there okay we ready for the next one? Sure. All right. This is from Allison. The best and the worst rain rides you have had. Uh, she uh, oh, she asked us because she's that over Georgia while it's pouring right now. See see the thing. Oh, okay. See the thing is about rain rides. Can 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 my best and worst be the same one? Mine is. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's it's the rain ride I've gotten on El Toro. Like it was. Oh my god. It was pouring and it literally just felt like bullets like in your face mm -hmm. like it was like like paintballs kind of and i mean i mean you know it's like fun it's a cool experience but you're you're like drenched at the end and especially like what's even worse about it is if if the parks are stacking or their operations aren't that good and you're just sitting on the brake run just getting poured like you know that reminds me of the video i just saw recently of like people getting evac'd off of gatekeeper and it's like pouring rain and they're just like sitting there there's nothing they can do they're just getting absolutely yep. drenched but yeah no el toro like and the thing is about El Toro, obviously, when the track's wet, it's like flying through. So it was like going like even faster than normal, and it just like it hurts so much. Like we, I mean, I think we were still wearing masks at that point. We were literally like we we pulled them like over our face, and we were like, oh my god, like please no, like like make it stop. Like it was so painful. Um, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, uh, I will say like <laughs> I mean, rain rides are like give or take. Like I mean, yeah, yeah it's 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 a fun experience, but it's not necessarily like a an enjoyable experience you know what i mean it's like it's, it's like it's like work it's hard it's hard work like pushing through that so i would say yeah. the best and worst one was that one on altora See, yeah i've got a very similar answer um, yeah. doing fury 325 in Ooh, a torrential yeah. downpour <laughs> yeah when they say yeah. feel the sting Ooh. i felt it <laughs> yeah the on, i have the on right picture and i'm like this the entire oh ride just blocking these <laughs> bullets, like hornet, like water drops, just trying yeah. to kill my face. Hey, it fit the theme. There you go. <laughs> yes, it did. And it was amazing <laughs> because the ride had to be going 100 miles an hour. It was like nice. empty train park with 
dead. I can't believe the place was even open. Also, That's awesome. the, also one of the, the ride up at Grouper had a Six Flags umbrella, which I have a picture of to this day. And I laugh at it every time I see it. And so <laughs> just riding fury and pouring rain. And it just does not end either. You just keep going. So Heck yeah. I'm going to give that, like, that's the tie for best and worst. I do have one that was, like, super awesome, though, which was on the Beast 40th anniversary, they were doing all the t-shirts. And so the t-shirts started at 10 a.m. Um, but there was early entry that morning for pass holders from 9.30 to 10 on the Beast. And so they are like, you can go ride the Beast. You're just not going to get a t-shirt. So I was like, hey, Dad, you stay here in line. I'm going to go scope out the situation. Okay. Went and got in line for the Beast, and there's like 10 of us. First train on the Beast 40th anniversary on like the day 40 years later, the exact same way it opened to the public in 1979 on a pouring rain ride. So 40 wow. years later, getting a pouring rain ride exactly the way the Beast opened to the public. That's so cool. It was just everyone on the train was like, that was a surreal experience and then i still i still got the t-shirt out of it my dad was like i hate you a little bit right now (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, that's super cool i'd say uh the best and worst has to be orion uh i did orion my first ride ever the second we sat down in the back row it started pouring uh and then once we got back into the station (laughs) is when it stopped (laughs) so my one my first ever ride on orion 90 miles an hour in the rain couldn't see a thing couldn't remember a thing i just know that it hurt but it was also fun and then you know it stopped right there so i got to go right back in line while the hue had emptied out and actually ride the thing and remember it uh but that's probably the best and the worst and then right in the middle would be a zen ride on wildfire at silver dollar city in the rain wow um because that's setting and then it's raining and you're by yourself but the orion one definitely takes the cake nice all right i think we only have one more question okay this is from Klaus. Which company do you think handles older attractions better? Disney, who prefers refurbishing rides, or Universal, who prefers closing down attractions in favor of a more relevant replacement? And I think this is in kind of directly referencing how Jungle Cruise has been renovated, how Splash Mountain's going to be renovated, and then you've got an older ride like Dueling Dragons that was taken out and put in Hagrid. Um, or Back to the Future and Simpsons, yeah. or Jaws and all of Harry Potter. World. Right. Um, so, interesting question. I mean, I, I think it works out either way, but I'd probably say Universal because we got Hagrid out of it and Gringotts. Um, but also, at the same time, Disney has done Guardians in the Tower of Terror, which is amazing. Yeah. It's pros and cons. It's such a toss-up. And then, like, for me... It hurts because, like, Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies, but I never got the chance to ride the Back to the Future ride. So Me neither. It's one of those things that's like, oh, can we get rid of that thing and bring Back to the Future back, please? <laughs> but then, like, Jaws versus Gringotts and all of Diagon Alley, I'm sorry, I gotta take Harry Potter on that. So it's such a, like, a honestly down to the ride they took out to, like, replace with for Universal. Whereas Disney... Guardians is fantastic. Of course, Jungle Cruise is a classic, and I think like this Twitter might actually explode. Like they explode all the time, but I'm pretty sure like there could be nuclear fallout if they'd said they were going to touch like Jungle Cruise with a wrecking ball. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, 
Jack, that's almost a good point because I, I feel like in a way the reason why Disney's doing that is because they have so much more of a cult following. Like people are like, you know, it, it, like they're retrofitting rides and then they're refurbishing them and, and putting in, you know, more relevant, you know, properties, you know, like Splash Mountain with Princess and the Frog that they're about to do and, you know, stuff like that. You know, because people are like, oh, how dare you, you know, uh, tear that down or like you, you can't do that, you know, because Disney fans are like Disney fans. Like they're they're just like, you know, I mean, we're coaster enthusiasts and we might, you know, end up being obligated to go at some point, you know, to get on Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever. But for me, overall, literally the ride I'm waiting out for is Guardians. I know. Yeah, dude, that's going to be well, I mean, both those are going to be amazing. Um, but for me, you know, like my philosophy, you know, I went there back in high school, like for my senior trip. Um, and, you know, ever since then, I was pretty much like, I'm good with waiting until like I have kids who are at, who are at an age that like they'll actually remember this before I go back to Disney. Like that's when I might go back. Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, if, if Tron opens or whatever, like, you know, that, that's slightly different circumstances. But, you know, I, I feel like that might explain why Disney has that different philosophy where they're like, OK, we're not tearing down these rides people we won't have an angry mob at our door but like we're 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 making it more relevant for nowadays because like splash mountain is the perfect example i remember when i wrote that back in high school and i was like what are these characters like what what, what is this like I, I don't even is this disney like what what, what and then obviously you know it's the problematic movie that you know they're like okay like you know we gotta move on from this like, from the internet yeah like you know it's it's it's, it's like you know that that's like the final straw like we we're we're erasing this movie from our history like this is the final thing that exists and anybody who was like all like all mad about splash mountain like who cares it's princess and the frog princess and the frog is a great movie and that's going to be a great property it's much more relevant they might make a sequel to it or i i don't know but it's like a much more just like meaningful property that they have now and then that's you know pretty much what like disney's doing now anyway like you know with guardians of the galaxy you know they have marvel so they're like you know this is just twilight zone like let's make it a property that is more relevant all of you know like like the mm-hmm. whole uh, galaxy's edge and all the star wars stuff they've been doing this is like you know properties that people really like like you know like marvel star wars at least like for me like i'm huge into both of those especially yep. marvel um and like you know that, that's just more relevant to like people you know who, who just you know can resonate with like those characters and like those movies <laughs> and stuff and that's what makes more sense and, and i mean and with universal i feel like you know there is, they don't have that that much of a cult following. Like, you know, they, they cater to a lot more, you know, like, I guess, general public, general public. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Disney has, I guess, Disney, like, like fanatics, some coaster enthusiasts and a lot of GP. I feel like Universal is just GP and coaster enthusiasts. Like, there aren't really anybody who's like a cult following of Universal. So Universal can kind of just like do whatever they want to. Plus, I feel like when, when usually when they remove rides, not long after is when they're announcing, you know, like what's coming up next or like you can trust that with universal's track record, they're going to replace it with something really good. And they're going to do it Obviously right. they yeah. have, like they, they've been, they've been killing it. So, and you know, obviously Hagrid's is amazing. I can't wait to get on Velocicoaster. I don't really think that replaced any, uh, anything though. They kind of like built most of that yeah. over the water, yeah. but you know, like, like, you know, universal has been killing it. And you know, uh, Disney also has, it has its thing as well. Um, and, and honestly that probably saves Disney a little bit of money too. Like, you know, like with, with Mickey and Minnie's railway or, you know, with like, like guardian guardians, of the galaxy ride and at Disneyland, you know, they're, they're just refurbishing the old building. So they don't have to like tear down and start anew and like build a whole foundation and stuff. So it probably saves them. I mean, not that they need to, like they're a powerhouse. They're, they're a gauntlet of money. Like, you know, they, they don't need to save that money, but like, you know, they, they are, yeah. so that's, you know, profitable, but yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, they're, they're different companies, but I, I would say overall, it's mostly because Disney just has such a more cult following where you know the internet's going to go crazy if you know you say you're going to tear down space mountain like like oh my god like it's you know it's it's heresy like you can't yeah. do that but yeah it, it, 
I mean, bo- both parks have definitely been doing what they've been doing very well. And, you know, both of them have, you know, very exciting future futures. Yeah. And it's nice to see that Disney is starting to focus a little bit more on thrill rides, you know, Tron, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, or at least, you know, actual roller coaster thrill rides, which is great. You know, right. I, I'd yeah. love to have a reason to go back there. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> see, yeah. Disney, I still haven't been. Universal convinced me to drop everything and just drive to Florida to ride one roller coaster for <laughs> one day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I still got to get down there. Cause like I said, my mom and sister, they live in Florida and like, you know, um, you know, I, I could have pretty easy access to Velocicoaster, but just like icebreaker, you know, I've been waiting for iron Gwazi or like, you know, I thought I would wait until Pantheon until I went to Bush gardens, Williamsburg, but it's not far for me. You know, it's only like about four yeah. hours. So we went to Bush gardens, Williamsburg this summer, but you know, I'm, I'm still kind of waiting to go back to Bush gardens, Tampa until they open iron Gwazi. I, I, don't I know, was hoping for an announcement today, but hopefully, you know, I, the day's yeah. not over. It's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You all still got an hour, 45 minutes. I've still got yep. two yeah, hours, yeah. 45 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, SeaWorld can do it. Can do clearly whatever they want at this point. You know, they'll. I, I still think they're just going to wait until 2022. Unfortunately, oh, at, at this point, it's it's just so late. Business wise, it makes sense. It's yeah, yeah, the yeah, lack me, of me, communication that's frustrating. Yeah. And that, that's why that's why I kind of want to get like at least some of my money back because I got a SeaWorld, uh, you know, annual pass oh, or like, like the there platinum pass. And like, you know, I, I, I'm definitely going to call them and complain. I'm, I'm de- when it comes to like my money, I'm definitely a Karen sometimes. And I, like I, I can, you know, try and like convince some sort of customer service rep. I'm like, hey, like at least give me like a 50 percent of discount discount to my ticket next year, because I'm like, I specifically bought this and you can look at like where I visited. I went to SeaWorld in San Antonio. Um, I went to Busch Gardens, Williamsburg. I was planning on going to a bunch more parks if they're, you know, anticipated 2021 coasters opened and, you know, they never yeah. did. So like, you know, that's why, I mean, granted my, my pass is through Sesame place. So they're going to be like, Oh, well you went to Sesame place and you rode their coasters and, oh, oh you know, they, they might, they might pull some kind of like thing like that on me, but you know, I, I would definitely want at least some sort of, you know, Yes, of my money back. Yeah, because all, none of their 2021 coasters open, yep. even though they all said anticipated 21. 21. I, I got beef with Sesame Place. Yeah. I got so much beef <laughs> yeah. with that park. It's so weird, know, but nowhere it, does is so it good. Say, nowhere does it say that the Oscars Wacky Taxi will open won't open till 1 p.m. So we yeah. bought our tickets to go to Sesame Place, and we get there at the opening because we were doing like a crazy day where we're doing Sesame Place, like um, eating doing Six Flags America and then going to a brewery that night with the drunk riders. Um, nice. And so we get to Sesame place and Oscar's wacky taxi isn't open. And we're looking at, it's like, it's like it, there's nothing saying it wouldn't be open at opening. You've got vapor trail open, which is not your premier attraction. So I went to that park, literally walked in, didn't ride anything and left having paid like $50 to get in because That's crazy. the whole, the whole thing was, Oscars was supposed to be my 300th coaster. Oh. And I was like, that would be the ultimate oh, meme just to make that a milestone. And I was like, I'm not making I mean, it's a good coaster to- nonetheless, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, vapor like, tra- that's, I'm not going to make yeah. vapor trail my 300. So I was like, no, it's, terrible. I'm not, it's like, I'm not going to ride anything. So we yeah. just Oscars left. Would, it, would be a decent milestone though. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. And so we left and that we're stinks. still, my dad and I are still having email arguments with uh, SeaWorld trying to get our money back. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe I won't get my money back then because, well, you know, it's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Because, and the thing is about like Sesame Place too, they don't have any sort of customer service reps on location. Any mm-hmm. SeaWorld park that you call, you will just get their SeaWorld corporate. Like, you know, yeah. I was calling like, you know, just trying to be like, you know, because the same thing happened. I, I've been to Sesame Place twice this year. First time we went, Oscars was just like closed all day. We actually, we, we went there. It was closed. They're like some maintenance guy was like, "Oh, it's going to open later." And so we we actually went to Great Adventure, and then we came back, and it still wasn't open. So we're like, "Okay, cool." Like you know, we we can't we can't trust this place. And then we went we we uh, me and my friend went went back there later that later this summer in May, and you know, it, it, and it was open thankfully. And we got like fifteen rides. It's a, it's a great ride. I, you know, I I really like it. Um, but you know, anytime you try to call the park, you will not get the park. Or I, I guess that same same thing applies to any SeaWorld or Bush Gardens Park. You'll just get their corporate. So mm-hmm. they're, they're you know their customer service reps like you can't ask them about ride openings or closures. Mm-hmm. Their their guess is as good as yours. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just horrible. Like uh, yeah, yeah. And it's that's, one of those things. My, that's like, my problem with that place. Do I want to ride Oscars? Of course. Do I want to give them money? No. So will I no. go back in the next five years? Probably not. Yep. I I am <laughs> right in between Bush Gardens, Tampa, and SeaWorld at the Florida local, but I am not buying my okay. pass until they open their rides. And at the same time, before the pandemic happened, you specifically advertised that annual pass holders would be among the first to ride and that we would get like exclusive rides. That is exactly yep. why I upgraded my fun card to an annual pass. That annual pass is expired. So like, am I going to get compensation? Because I specifically bought it for that reason. And I know mm. their park president just this week, there was like a and a and he said that when it's time to open, there will be pass holder exclusive rides first. He did say that this week, but the question is, when is it going to be? <laughs> yeah. But not only that, like, you're ta- yeah, are, are you yeah. talking about pass holders now? Or are you talking about the ones that you advertise that, that exclusive ride time to, yeah, that didn't get it. Who, who, Are we going to get that too? Again. Exactly, because yeah. I'm not trying to buy another pass when, yeah. when you're not going to open it. But like, will you let me in the park to get my ride on Iron Gwazi that you promised me? Yeah. It's it's crazy, and yet the, yet the parks are also still selling merchandise for their unopened rides too. Exactly. I was I was insulted by that when I went to Busch Gardens Williamsburg and saw Pantheon stuff. I'm like, dude. I'm not going to buy any Pantheon stuff. I, I actually, uh, what's weird is I, I made this like unwritten rule for myself when I saw Iron Gwazi merch because I, I went to Bush Gardens Tampa in March 2020, right before the pandemic, dude. And, and it was like, I think it was like a few days before they started doing like, test runs. So uh, yeah. like me, like me and my group, we were looking at that and we're like, man, that's, that's going to open like maybe later this month, you know, uh, like, you know, it's definitely gonna open up this year. And then the pandemic hit and it didn't like whatever, that's understandable. But then this year happened and they're super profitable and they're still not opening. It's, it's, it's insane to me, but and I understand why, but it's, it's just, it's unfair to exactly. us. Exactly. Is my honest opinion. But, um, and, and you know, I, I remember seeing like iron Gwazi t-shirts and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until I actually ride it to get it. And that's still a rule for me. Like it, yep. I'll, I'll get, merchandise for rides that i've actually ridden once i've ridden them i have that same rule it's like taboo you cannot buy a t-shirt for a roller coaster you haven't ridden the only yep. exception to that rule is if the t-shirt is a gift two examples of that chris got me a space mountain t-shirt for my birthday it's been two or three years ago now and then i have a formula rosa t-shirt from some friends nice. who've ridden it and that's awesome yeah i, I got the iron quality shirt, shirt because i was there literally like two days before the park closed down because of the pandemic and watching the ride test, I assumed I'm going to be riding this thing in like a couple of weeks and yeah. here we go. But tangent. <laughs> yeah. We, we went out a long way. 
Um, no I mean, the next word on the questions list was the word tangent. So yes, kind it was. Of stuck the script. Uh, uh. <laughs> so okay, we're rapid. So trip season of twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. Jack is almost <laughs> over. Do you have any trips left for this year? And then what? What are you thinking for next summer? Um, honestly for, for me, like, like I, I had a couple of different like personal issues ha- happen, you know, in the last few weeks. So I, I haven't been able to really like travel anywhere. Um, I'm, I'm, st- I'm hoping to still go to a couple of different places this summer. I really, really wanted to go to Carowinds this summer. I, I still, if I find like a cheap flight down to, down to North Carolina, or if, you know, I'm planning on driving down to Florida to like visit my family, like maybe I'll stop there on the way there with, with the way back. I, that, that is like definitely like my biggest milestone park right now. And, and Fury is probably my biggest, like, like, uh, you know, anticipated coaster, like whenever I do get on it. Um, and I, I was a little bit jealous of my, a few of my friends too, who I usually travel with. They, they took a road trip out to Kings Dominion, um, Carowinds and Dollywood, and I, I just I just couldn't afford that. I was I was thinking about flying out out there to meet them at Carowinds and then flying back, but you know I just couldn't afford Dollywood and you know hotels and gas and you know, it, it gets mm-hmm. it, coaster trips get really expensive. Yeah. And I've already done two big ones this year. I I, I did um, Texas back in March, um, and obviously Hollywood Nights, you know slash Cedar Point slash Kentucky Kingdom slash uh, Kings Island for like an hour and a half on the way back, um, and you know that was another big trip too. And then me and my girlfriend. And um, in, instead of doing the uh, the big Carowinds Dollywood trip, whatever, with my friends, me and my girlfriend uh, took a mini road trip down to uh, Kings Dominion and Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, um, at the end of June. So you know that, that was a really fun trip. And you know, like obviously, I got to do Kings Dominion, which was nice. That was another big park that I wanted to go to. Same with Busch Gardens, Williamsburg. Obviously, Pantheon was pr- frustrating, but whatever. Um, as far as this summer, yeah, and well, this just year as a whole. I mean, I got to check uh, Car- Carowinds operating hours and you know, like, like their calendar. But uh, I do still really want to get out to Carowinds, uh, you know, however possible. Um, and then uh, at least like parks around me, um, I really want to try to get out to like uh, possibly Kennywood again, but maybe prioritize like Waldemere and a couple other different like uh, Pennsylvania credits, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Leap the Dips, you know, got, yeah. got Lake Mont Park, whatever. Um, so I, I would say those are the main travel plans. I think I'm going to be getting up to uh, Knobles in October for their like, uh, what's it called? Like Phoenix, oh, Phoenix, Phoenix Fun Fest. Fun Fest. Yeah, yeah, fall fun fest. A lot of PHs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I definitely want to want to get out there for that because um, I, I, that was another park I just went went to recently this summer was uh, was Knobles. Um and I also went up to uh, Coney Island and hung out with uh, Chris from Airtown Thrills and his brother. Um, and so you know th- those are all like a bunch more credits that I got, but I definitely got to get back to Knobles uh, um, sometime soon. Uh, probably not this summer, but you know, hopefully in the fall. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it, me and my girlfriend have thrown around the idea of maybe getting out to Cedar Point sometime this fall. You know, she still hasn't been, so I would, you know, I would love to go out there with her. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens there as far as this year. Next year, I definitely have not thought that far ahead. You know, I'm, I'm a recent college graduate. I don't really know exactly how my job situation is going to be in the next year or so. You know, like the, you know, different like scheduling wise, uh, and, you know, different like paid time off and stuff. So I'm not sure exactly what my travel plans are going to be for for uh, next summer but this summer is still going so yeah. i'm still yeah. hoping i'm still hoping that i can get to carowinds at some point you know i i, I really want to try yeah. so yeah. you know that that's that's what's going on for it me. seems like I everyone my, for this uh, year just had like a huge year because covid ruined plans last year i mean this like, yeah, is easily the biggest year i had i know this was a decent year for jack as far as places he got to not as much for new credits mm-hmm. but I didn't, yeah, I didn't get a ton of new credits. I finally just got to go back to places I hadn't been in a while, and yeah. 
Nice. Well, I, I think this year I, I started off out with 182 credits, um, and now I'm at 270. So I've got I've gotten almost 100 new credits. Yeah, I'm in the um, same. I'm boat. at like like 80, 90 something. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, I started out with 278, and I'm sitting at 318. Gonna be nice. 325 by the end of the year. Um, Where else are you gonna be going? So Silverwood. I can't say what days oh, cool. because I haven't gotten permission to say what days yet, but. Um, Definitely planning on getting out there, though. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's like flights were booked this morning. It is happening. I'm just waiting for permission from someone to tell me I can say what days it's happening. Um, Cool. Yeah, I mean that that that's another thing for me as far as like jinxing stuff or like Murphy's Law, you know, like with like the coaster merch, like oh, don't you know buy it until you've been on it. I I, I don't. I mean, I definitely like planning is good and all, but I I don't love like announcing like really far in advance. Oh, I'm going to be doing oh, this. I'm gonna be doing that. Advanced, yeah. And especially this summer too, like as, like as the summer went on, like you know, I I knew that I was doing Hollywood Nights like forever in advance. But as far as like the Texas trip, my friends convinced me to do that like a few months prior. They told me it was gonna be a lot cheaper than it was. It ended up being a lot more expensive than I thought. Um, and that's another way, you know, they convinced me to do it. But I, hey, I, I was happy to do it. I got like 30 new credits. You know, I can actually talk about, you know, Wonder Woman with you guys and like uh, all the different, yeah. you know, Texas credits. It was a great trip. And I, I had a ton of, you know, YouTube content from that. That's the other thing that's like a little bit, you know, worth it for me too, is like, you know, it, the, the more trips that I do and the more footage I get, the more content that I'll have. Right. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. a little bit valuable in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and obviously, you know, when it comes down to it, the brass taxes, it's going to be fun. Like, right. this is, that's why we do this. Like, it's, it's so much fun. Like, you know, traveling in general and like, you know, getting on so many different roller coasters and being able to talk about them and stuff. It's, it's all about having fun. Yeah. You know, like that, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing it for. Right. Yeah. Especially, and, Especially this last year, I realized counting credits is fun and getting that number up is really fun. It's addicting, honestly. It's addicting, <laughs> but it's I. This trip we did this past year was probably my favorite road trip we've done, and I think I got like thirty new creds on the entire thing. Whereas in the go. year before, I'd done like eighty or ninety on these credit runs. Wow! And so it's just one of those things. It's like. That trip with not getting as many creds was more entertaining for me. It depends on what new creds you get, though. Because, like, this year, I had three huge trips. I, I started the year at, like, 210. I'm at 316 right now. And there you go. I, so my first trip, I went to, um, like, got, like, 60, 70 new credits up in the Northeast. And I got to ride El Toro and all that, re-ride Skyrush. That was a lot of fun. And then going with Jack, I almost had more fun on my second trip I did, which was just me, him, and his dad going to like Michigan's Adventure, Cedar Point, Kings Island, Carowinds, and Dollywood, which are all places other than Michigan's Adventure I have been already. But like mm-hmm. we had the best Cedar Point day ever. But then the most fun I had this year was I got like 25 new credits on the, the trip. It was my smallest trip, but it was just flying out to LA and doing Magic Mountain knots in both Disney parks. That's one of the oh, best oh, trips so I have ever had. Because I got on X2, Ghost Rider, Twisted Colossus, Guardians of the Galaxy, Rises of the Resistance. Those five rides just blew my brain out. Like, (laughs) unreal. So that's one of my favorite trips ever. I didn't get on a lot of new stuff, but I rode five rides that are some of my favorites ever now. Nice. I actually had a terrible ride on Ghost Rider when I went out there. Me me and my family, we we went out there in 2015, so I, I was not 
nearly as into roller coasters then, but you know, I got on an accelerator. I think the one main credit that I was missing there was uh Sierra Sidewinder. And I actually got the defunct boomerang credit while I was there because yeah. it was before hang time. Um, but uh yeah, Ghost Rider, that was like the last coaster that we went on. And, and you know, I, I I had heard of it and I was like, Mom, like I really, I really want to get on this. Um, but I think my, my mother either was just about to get hip surgery or just recently did. Either way, she was not in the best condition. I think I think she had like a like a motorized scooter when we went, but she went on with me and like I it was right before the GCI retrack and it was dude, it was so rough and it just like kept going and like oh my god like i, I just remember like like you know uh like apologizing to my mom like mid-ride like oh, i'm sorry mom like oh my god like this is terrible and yeah like i mean obviously if i get it back on it now i've been on a whole lot more wooden coasters a lot more roller coasters in general i'm sure i'll love it and i'm sure it's like a lot smoother but that yeah that ride i got on it was terrible yeah. i do not have it, it is very butter high smooth right now. now i promise i know I've, I've heard it's great i mean you know i've mentioned them a bunch of times but airtime thrills is you know huge on that coaster i'm like man like i gotta get back on it because as of right now you know obviously accelerator is my favorite I there still regret not making that ride my 200th coaster what did you make uh, accelerator. accelerator okay um, hey, that's still a good one it's good ghost riders Hey, I, I think I think they're both great rides. Well, hey, Accelerator is the first hydraulic launch coaster. Like that's that, yes. that's a good. Accelerator's launch is almost better than Dragsters, but yeah, <laughs> it's close. It's been it's been a while for me. But my my two hundredth was act was actually a Boardwalk Bullet on my Texas um, trip. You know how pretty. to make us both so jealous, <laughs> man. <laughs> Really? Dang. We, were, we went to San Antonio right after the snowstorms. Um, we oh yeah. We, oh my gosh. I forgot was, about that. Yeah, that was in like yeah. February, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we went oh. right after the snowstorms. It was closed um, for its maintenance, and then it reopened the oh week gosh. after we went. It was me, my dad, and Chris. And we had, like, my Chris and I had warned my dad in advance. It's like, if we get word Boardwalk Bullet has reopened, we're piecing out of Six Flags and driving over the, to go ride Boardwalk Bullet. Nope, didn't reopen. Get home next week and Boardwalk Bullet's reopened. We're like, ugh. That stinks. Yeah, no. Luckily, like like the the rides were all had, you know like like reopened by then. You know, we we were worried that like going into that trip that there there would still be lingering side effects of that. But when when, when my friends were planning that trip, they honestly I, I don't even think they knew about Chemo Boardwalk or Bo Boardwalk Bullet. And I'm like, yo, like if we're doing this Texas trip, let's do it. Let's like go out there. Or they didn't know about ZDTs either or Switchback. I'm like, yo, like it's not just the Six Flags parks. Like let's do this. Let's do just because there's only one credit at those parks doesn't mean that they're not great. And both of those rides are in like my top like 30, I think. And so you know, like we're kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I love both of them. And I, I mean, obviously boardwalk bullet didn't like blow me away as much as, as, as like I thought it would. I mean, it was still fantastic. And I wasn't like, huge into like you know that being my 200th because i think my, my my friends like their 100th was like wonder woman and iron rattler and i thought those were cooler ones um but you know boardwalk bowl is still a solid mile, milestone I'm, I'm hoping maybe i can make like fury my 300th that would be that would be pretty sick um i mean obviously my, i would have to get to a few more parks before then my but, 100th yeah. was steel vengeance so perfect my, my 100th was uh steel curtain um and i was a lot more high on that then but that was that was when it was only like two weeks old and i know okay. it gets a lot of hate. I, I i'm pretty high on steel curtain Plus, like, I plus, obviously, like, I like Steel it. Curtain a lot because of coaster concepts. That, yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. Them, you know, so like, that's why, that's why I like it's it. good. The but it was great. I liked the ride, but it felt it just did not punch as much as I wanted it to. I, I got to get um, back on it because I was still just getting into roller coasters then, and I, I probably wouldn't like it nearly as much. I would probably, if I had to guess, probably like Phantom more now than I did see, then. Um, but I, I'm still pretty high on Steel Curtain. Phantom does other things too, like mm -hmm. just the. Phantom's insane. 
Yeah, they're both Especially, great. I, I love Kennywood. Kennywood gets a lot of hate. I know they do like a lot of one train ops, and you know it can get pretty Phantom easy. Crew but I, I, rolled, I went great there when I went. Phantom's crew yeah. is great. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, um, yeah. I had some random thing I was going to comment on, and now I can't remember. Uh, Kennywood or Milestone related? It was no. It was back like a cup a few minutes ago. Uh, now. Um, hate that. It will come to me after we finish recording, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah." Um, oh, in that case, hey, feel feel free to message me about it. There you go. <laughs> and yeah, hey, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind you know coming back on here again. No, for sure. Talking coasters is great. Well, while he tries to remember, I guess we'll close it out with the last few questions. So these are the two questions we ask every single person who comes on, and they're pretty basic: favorite park and favorite coaster. Favorite park and favorite coaster. Well, my, my favorite park that, I mean, that that's difficult to uh, qu- question to yes, answer. That's because the harder there's one. So many different, yeah, there's so many different parks, so many different experiences. I do have different like um, lists based on like, you know, it's it li- literally like, like Disney and universal parks or like, you know, all the other parks. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, probably like universal, uh, like universal's islands of adventure is probably like my number one, like, like themed immersive park, like on that list. Um, and then as far as like my, my favorite parks overall, like, you know, it's really hard for me to pick. I'm, I'm very biased for six flags, great adventure. Obviously that, that, that pick is like pretty bad now because like, you know, the parks had so many issues, but that's just like, that was my home park growing up. Like that's the park I've been to more than any other. Um, you know, I've, I've loved El Toro so much. I think Jersey Devil's a great addition. I mean, obviously the park atmosphere in general and like, you know, like, like, like the employees there aren't the best. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been downhill in the last few years, but I'm still very biased towards Six Flags Great Adventure, but if I had to t- pick two other parks, I mean it's the Ohio- the Ohio ones, like the, the the Juggernaut, Cedar Point, and Kings Island. I mean those it, it, those three are interchangeable for me for my favorite park because they, they like those are definitely all like top three for me. Uh, Bush Gardens Tampa is close there. I, I'm actually big big on Kings Dominion as well, but as far as like hey, those three, Kings Dominion great, Club. Yeah, no, no, hey, Kings Dominion is super underrated. I know. Honestly, like, like they're, they're they're um like they're like fountain section and like the like the middle yeah. of the park, like the entrance of the park. I, I like that better than Kings. I Island. agree. Mo- mostly just because of the trees. The area so much more timbers is great as well. Yeah, it's. It, it, I didn't expect it to be so much like Kings Island. I mean, obviously they're like sister parks, right. basically the same name. But yeah, I mean, Kings Dominion blew me away. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, and, and the top two is elite. Like, yeah, like the rest of the lineup. Is You're like saying everything I've been saying for months. Yeah, it's, it's 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 insane. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as my top three parks, it's pretty interchangeable. But it, it it would if I had to like pick, it would probably go like like Six Flags, maybe Kings Island over Cedar Point, just because like park atmosphere and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the experience I had at Cedar point this, this summer was amazing. I mean, obviously Fastlane plus makes all the difference just so you can get on all the rides. Like, you know, if you, if you go without, like you're just screwed, like those three parks are definitely the best. Um, as far as my favorite coaster, I mean, obviously it's out of Cedar point. This is probably the most common one, but it's, it's for me, it's steel vengeance. I know, I know it's very typical. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you know, I, I, for me, it's, it just, it just blew me away. Like, you know, and even when, even when I went, when, when I went back there, I was worried, like, you know, I've been on more RMCs now. I've, you know, I've been on a lot more coasters since like summer of 2020. I think I've been on like, uh, like 50 or some more coasters. And I was like, man, am I, am I still going to like this as much? Yeah. It's, it's still, you know, I got, I got another back row ride and it's still like absolutely blew me away. The thing that is frustrating about steel vengeance is though that, you know, you can't just sit in any row. You have to sit in the back row for it to be the best. Like, I, I don't think I've ever even sat in the front on, on steel. I don't vengeance. Know. See, like, I, I'm on team front row. Right. For steel vengeance. Well, we see, I, that, See that means I need to try front row on it because I, I've tried it almost always in the back and it's it's amazing. Front row, but, right seat. If you have any amount of room, 
you're going to die. Yeah, that outer bank in the front right is crazy. All right, I I gotta try it in the front then. We got ten rides on it in one day this year. And Maverick, ten on Maverick too. That's awesome. Ten on Vengeance. And both of those rides just shot up my rankings. That's awesome. See the thing. The thing I, I was I was actually going to compare Steel Vengeance to Maverick because with Maverick, I feel like no matter what row you're sitting in, I mean, yeah, they're shorter trains, but they're also like quicker transitions and like more like tighter airtime hills. And I just feel like any any row you sit on a Maverick, it's going to be basically the same exact experience. Like they, they, it's all going to except be for the first crazy drop. forces. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the only one. But like, it's still like you know, no matter what. But then in the front row, you're gonna feel like so much more of like the speed, and it's just like like no matter what row you sit on Maverick, it's gonna be berserk. But for me, still, and that's kind of what I've been what I've been prioritizing is like you know consistency, pretty much with rides. Like no matter where you sit, it's a great ride. Another one, another great example, Voyage. For me, no matter what row I sat on in Voyage, it was an an incredible ride. I sat the back row, I sat row two, I sat wherever, and it was great. The bruises, um, but, the bruises on my leg from yesterday agree with you. <laughs> yeah, hey, were, were, were you there yesterday? Yeah, I got twenty rides. <laughs> no way, that's awesome. Uh, John, I'm, I'm Mike, and I that. rode it twenty times yesterday. And there you go. My literally, I have a black spot on both of my legs from hitting. Oh my gosh, that, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, no, and, and at Hollywood Nights, um, or at least like that weekend, I got ten total rides, three during the day, and seven trimless. And like, yeah, it was, it was. I mean, that that thing's amazing. But I, I've definitely been prioritizing that recently, as far as like how I rank coasters and how, how much I like coasters is consistency. Like I, I want to, no matter where I sit in the ride, I don't want it. I don't want it ha- to have it, have it be like specific circumstances for, for it to be a great ride. But then again, steel vengeance is still my number one. Like that, that's great. I mean, yeah. then, then, you know, then El Toro and I actually, I three Oh five, I think is number three for me right now. And that thing blew me away too. All three, great. Um, and that was partially why I liked like Kings menu so much. And then twisted timbers is also my top five as well. I think, I think, yes. I, I think I, I, I'd have to look at my rankings again, I, but I, I have Twisted Timbers like right around the Voyage. I'm, yeah. it, it might be either like right in front of or right behind Voyage, but it's like you know that, like that, that park blew me away. Man. Right, I, I love it. I did have yeah. Twisted Timbers above Voyage until this year. Well, Twisted Timbers is, is it, it's like Mini Steel Vengeance. It, was, it literally is. Yeah, and, the, and those th- and those three airtime hills in a row are a lot like 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 El Toro. Like they're just sustained ejector. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's I don't know how anybody right. can can dislike it. Like it, and it, and it's. I actually just posted about that and Storm Chaser recently, and, and people are saying Storm Chaser is better. I'm Absolutely like, I'm just not. Enough ride on on Twisted Timbers. No way. I rode them within a week so of each better. other this year, and it's Twisted Timbers. Yeah, so much Five. better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but Storm, I mean, Storm is, Chaser okay. is amazing too. Yeah, Here's they're both the they're both great though. rides, but. but Twisted Timbers just has a whole nother lap and it's sustained ejector throughout. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. I, I haven't looked in a while, but like I'll go on record saying it. Storm Chaser is my least favorite iBox. Really? I, I'd put it above Twisted Cyclone. So would I. But, I like yeah. Cyclone more. I'm sorry. That, this They're hard to compare. Does, They're all such similar ride experiences. Yeah. I mean, Cyclone I, does I, things just I so like good. more. It's got it's the like wave picking, turn it's, and it's yeah, got... It's, the barrel it's like picking your favorite child. Like it's just, it's just yeah. impossible. They're all great. They're yeah. all great. Like I'm not saying Storm Chaser is a bad ride, but I'm saying if you put like them and you said you got to get rid of one, I'm cutting Storm Chaser off. Yeah, I guess I could see it, but uh, it's one of my lower ranked ones as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I've also had some bad rides on it, so it's if we're averaging out all of my rides on it, yeah, makes sense. So, I think yeah, the last we, thing. Plug yourself. Let the yeah, people cool. know where, where they can find, find you. you. 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah. So that this is once again, this has been uh, Jack from Coaster John. That's J A W N, not J O H N. Once again, John is a Philadelphia slang term for just just about anything and everything. So you know, like that's what the, the that's what my channel is all about. Um, so far, the content's mostly just been like like sports and coaster related. Um, I'm hoping to maybe you know sometime in the future get like a, a little bit into movies and stuff. Just you know, a bunch of different of my interests, uh, you know, all combined into roller coasters and theme parks. But yeah, Coaster John, I'm I'm on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, subscribe. Still, you know, don't have a crazy amount of subscribers, but you know, I'm I'm, try, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be one of the one of the better ones. You know, I I really want to you know get a big following and you know just rep out a bunch of content. So yeah, go, go subscribe and go follow Instagram and YouTube coaster. John J A W N. All right. And all of your links will be in the description down below. Heck yeah. We point at like, we point. Yeah. It's just below. Just, just imagine it's lower. Yeah. We're we're (laughs) pretending we're on YouTube. It's like, go down there and hit the, hit the, the subscribe button's here and the like button's here, right? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> well, well my, my, if any of my subscribers are listening, they might recognize me saying, you know, until then, this has been Coaster John, ride on. Like, that's, uh, that's like my catchphrase. Or, or at least, you know, find out next on Coaster John. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's like my main, like, catchphrases. But yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Ride, ride on, everyone. That's right. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Yeah. And real quick, Thank you. to find Thank us. You. Yep, again, you can find us on Twitter at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is the one because Twitter is stupid and won't give me the handle. I will get it oh, one of these days, folks. Stupid uh, Twitter. It's, it's, I've always said, as soon as I get like the Twisted Traveler handle on Twitter, that will be the episode title. I don't care if we have Alan <laughs> Shilke on that week. I'm titling okay. the episode we got the Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, but also not really. Uh, Instagram at twisted underscore travelers you can follow me on twitter and instagram at thrilling moment and chris and on instagram you can follow me at twisted travelers chris and that will do it jack thank you so much for joining us this week Uh, chris jack thank you so much of course all his links will be in the description you can find our patreon discord everything else in the description that we usually do brian allison's Allison's book. book yes all that and we will see you next week thank you for listening Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.